Gentlemen, let's broaden our minds. Lawrence? I know. I only put these books in the timeline to trigger Ben. I did heavy breathing exercises. Popcorn of pearls this way. Terrible, terrible world of Batman comic books. Hey, and welcome back to the Rotherhood of Batman. I'm Aaron. I'm the old side of us. I produce the Smiths. Thanks for tuning back in. Hey, I'm Ben, your sunshine and Gotham and the baby brother. And I'm Jake. I'm the middle brother. I'm the one that came up with the crazy list of comic books that we read through on a normal week on this uh, show. But this is a special week. We are covering a unique issue of Bat and Cat here on the Brotherhood of Batman, a podcast with three brothers who get together, read Batman comic books, and talk about everything having to do with the Dark Knight. Welcome back. Uh, how are Hi, you guys? Jake. Great. Good. It's the holiday season. Yeah, it's over. the holiday season. Almost. It's almost over. It's over, pretty much. The holiday season. I feel like once we all go back to work, it's over. So Work? Yeah. Ugh. What's that? That's yeah, I know. It's terrible. It's terrible stuff. Well, well guys, we're in between seasons still, so this yeah, is... Yeah, we are still our, between... Uh, is it eight and nine? Seven, seven and eight. eight. Seven and eight. Seven and eight. We can't Jesus skip Christ. eight. I'm actually excited for eight. Uh, made a drink for you guys tonight, uh, having to do with the comic book that we read, which is what we do here on the show. Uh, tonight can... is one nineteen p.m. Thank you. Yeah, that's. Uh, hope you enjoy. You don't have to use the straws for stirring. I don't know what it is, but I like it. It's a tequila mule. Oh, that's why. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. To uh, well, we'll talk about why it's a tequila. What is a mule? Um, well, it's kind of like a donkey or a burrow. <laughs> <laughs> so you can make mules. You can make a Moscow mule, a tequila mule. And we have heard of Moscow mule, but yeah. like what? What is the mule? Part? So it's ginger beer okay. and lime, usually sometimes oh. mint, and then you can swap out the alcohol here and there. I think it makes a big deal if you have it in the appropriate cup. I think that's the uh, part of it is the the mug that you have it. Yes, in. a frosted copper mug is often goblet uh, traditional. Yeah. yeah. Um, so we forego the normal week in geek here when we are covering the bat cat issues. Uh, so are we ready to just jump yeah, straight sure. in there? It's the last issue of the guy that's not a uh, claim on Liam Sharp. Liam Sharp. Sorry, Liam. <laughs> so Liam Sharp. Uh, this is uh, issue nine, Bat and Cat. In this issue, uh, Joker has uh, Phantasm by the short and curlies <laughs> uh, while he's threatening the family for the whole book. Yep. Yeah. We uh, we see Selena and. Joker in the past dealing with their issues still. Uh, will Batman be there to help anybody? And then uh, old, get... old woman Selena goes to visit a, a friend. Old man Cobblepot. Old, old, old man Cobblepot. <laughs> Very cranky. <laughs> He's so cranky. <laughs> um, yeah. I will say I enjoyed this one more than the last couple. I thought the old Catwoman and old Oswald dialogue and uh-huh. story was really good. Yes. Um, there were some cool drawings. I think Liam 
actually does a really good job with some pictures. I just don't like his action shots. Yeah. Like yeah, when she knees Joker on the crotch, I didn't love that. But when it's just Oswald looking disgusting, it's like good art. Yeah. yeah. And his, in his black <laughs> tidies, <laughs> his underwear is staring at himself in the mirror. <laughs> like, <laughs> what have you become? <laughs> I, I did think the the penguin art on this was pretty was some of his stronger stuff like you say I think yeah. the the scenes with him and Selena at the bar and in the car when she's like I don't know if she was pretending to be a chauffeur or he just didn't look over at this giant back seat that they were in well, he's <laughs> so small it's just, it's a lot for him to take in every time <laughs> yeah but definitely uh, yeah I thought that I thought that part was was definitely better than some. I was kind of, when I flipped through originally, when I picked them up, I was like, oh, they're introducing the penguin now. Like, just flipping through, you could see the penguin pretty early. Um, I was like, oh, how's this going to go with another character? And we got another arc coming in. But I, I liked how they played that off. I liked, I thought the writing in here was pretty strong, as opposed to a couple of them. Yeah. Yeah, I think, um, I think it's great. I think I, I mentioned earlier in one of our reviews, I love seeing the future timeline characters like where the villains are at and how their relationship has changed uh like they mentioned multiple times that selena and oswald hate each other like oh uh, yeah they are not the chums that joker and catwoman were uh they are at each other's throat the whole time betraying each other you know and she goes to him because her daughter is hot on her tail for having escaped after being arrested. And that's what the drink is. Uh, She's still mad about that. You're not going to let mom just get away with that. <laughs> I would. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I, I think she's off to uh, try to get out of Gotham, maybe head down below the border. And uh, so oh. Penguin is being the mule to get Selena. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I picked up on that. That was good. Very clever. I did not pick up on tasty that. Tasty drink. But um, why would she trust him? He does her dirty. And... Oh, yeah. Helena shows up and's like, "All right, come on, mom." Well, she said, "Like you owe me. Everyone owes me because I killed Joker. Like everyone owes me for getting him out of the way." She's not wrong. <laughs> the whole damn city owes her a big thank you. <laughs> yeah, but just he a few was decades just in too Florida late. Living his life, I know. Like the damage is done. That's well, true. except like, you know, we did have that issue where there's like blood under the mat and the cat's bringing something in at his place. Yeah. So I don't true. think he stopped his nonsense. I don't think he was capable of stopping his nonsense. He just took it to fairer weather. <laughs> <laughs> just sunnier, better for my arthritis down here. <laughs> Murder in the retirement home. <laughs> That's right. Uh, yeah, and just the the immediate them at odds. Like I think. I think they're a great because they are almost as old as each other, um, you know. Oh, you mean in like creation wise? Yeah. And so he is, along with Joker and Batman, one of the you know one of the firsts, and he's you know stuck around in the mythos for so right. long. Well, also with Batman Returns, those two were known together. Like yes. the general public, when you hear Catwoman and Penguin, people put them together because of that movie. Yeah, and so that dynamic getting played back and forth because he's just nasty and dirty and creepy, and she is Catwoman, and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so she classy. You know, she she heals him right to the nose, and then I did like I liked Liam Sharp's art. Uh, you know, a lot of the close ups with his broken nose and everything that was fun. Uh, but that leads to you guys said that he ends up instead of calling a plane to get her out of Gotham, <laughs> he ends up calling Helena instead. Why does he have her number? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, yeah, I don't know because he calls, but then I'm trying to remember like the phone call. Was there any like conversation, or was it just? 
No, you don't see anything. He's just like, oh, okay, I talked to my man. The plane's going to be ready. Oh, okay. so-and-so, they're coming to pick you up kind of thing. Gotcha, okay. Because I was trying to, and he, she shows up, and he's just like kind of, I could just hear him just do his <laughs> laugh in the background as she like leaves with Helena. Or we're assuming she leaves with Helena. We didn't see, did we? Well, the last page is them about to throw down. So Fight, 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 fight. Yeah. She's uh the last the last page ties up all the okay. timelines into the same point of Selena's got to battle somebody. <laughs> I, I like that page. I liked how they had it's like her versus Joker and both timelines. Um, actually, two of the two of the three timelines that they've been in appeared in, and then her and um, Helena. But they're her and Helena are reversed. Um, so. In the first two, she's in the offensive position, and then the last one, she's more in that defensive position on how am I going to, like, she's not going to take that off. It doesn't look like she's going to take an offensive pose against her daughter, whereas with the Joker, she does because of that um, relationship they had, whereas, you know, it's her daughter. She's not going to pull up on her or, you know, maybe start that attack. So I don't know. It'll be interesting to see how that goes. Well, and I'm actually, for the first time, really excited about, more exploration into the Helena and Selena stuff. I like. I'm I'm excited that hopefully next issue there's like a, we do get to see that throwdown because she's commented all along about how much you're so much like your father or you're so much like me. Like she can't get out of Gotham because their child is so good at being a, a hero that the web around Gotham is too tight for her to escape, and so she, yeah. that's why she has to go to Oswald for his help to escape out of the city. And so it's going to be a lot of the same. Like, she's carrying a lot of the same baggage that she had with Batman with her mm-hmm. own kin, too. It'll be interesting to see the fighting style. Um, excited to have Clay back for that. Yeah. <laughs> um, it, yeah, it, it, it was definitely an interesting final page. I didn't love it. Um, just from the... I really... Like, it was so close to being, like... It was so close to being correct, and then they flipped their positioning. I didn't like the choice to flip the positioning. I get what you're saying, Aaron. Mm-hmm. I think it makes sense. But to me, I was like, well, that's different. That's not Catwoman. Like, I just, I felt, I don't know. I wanted to see Catwoman in the same spot for all three timelines, just for me visually. I, I think visual. Oh, sorry. good. No, I think visually it would have been better, but I think, I think stance-wise, it's, she it's her daughter so i think she's got to approach it differently because she's standing it's it's not her coming on the offensive it's helena coming to get her sure i don't know i still think she's gonna kick her daughter's ass yeah. oh i i think without a moment of hesitation she'll kick her daughter's ass well i think there's a there's something i i kind of agree with both of you um like so you get catwoman lunging at joker in panel one in the earlier timeline catwoman lunging at joker in the second panel in the timeline with Phantasm. And then it switches and it's Helena lunging at Catwoman. So like having not having that one sandwiched between the two Jokers, like you have Catwoman Joker, Catwoman Joker, and then her daughter and Catwoman. And Yeah, if they'd put it in the middle, I think like Or had Selena lunging it. at her daughter. Like the the inconsistency with switching both the characters mm, and yeah. who's making the lunge. I think what they were trying to go there, go for there is that she's coming with the same ferocity that sure. her mother had. Because the lunger, be it Helena or Selena, the lunger in each of those three panels is going after the murderer. Yes. Like they're going after the big bad of the people in the two panels. Right. 
So it, it makes sense. So yeah, I think you saying that, Jake, makes me like Aaron's idea. But if you'd put the third one in the middle, like if you put the different position in the middle visually, I think it would have made it pop for me more than having it be at the bottom. Yeah, or have it old old woman Selena lunging. So it's Catwoman, 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 right? Like it's, Sure. Yeah. So that was what yeah. I first A felt. But now I'm like, I like the Helena being the lunger if you put the panel in the middle of the two. Yeah. Yeah, Just I can details. see it. Anyway. So, yeah. so let's talk about that middle timeline a little bit uh, where they're in the house with the family. Joker's got... <sighs> phantasm tied up he's just singing he's just singing a song (laughs) trying to get everybody else to sing to them well and then batman and catwoman show up they do and And he's like oh shit and he gets knocked in the head with a batarang and he's like that hurts i don't want to fight (laughs) whatever he says so is andrea saved because we don't see her after that moment did she no joker implies that she dies i missed that then yeah i don't think she is i don't think she can be yet. But that yet. would be the most anticlimactic. Oh, yeah. That'll, that would be rage-inducing. I don't think she... No, I think they saved her, but then she's just not in the panel anymore. You never see her dead on the floor. You never see him kill her. He's like, did you did you hear me, your phantasm, dear? I said the thing. Did you... Oh, no. Uh, he's not waiting anymore, is he? He's... Oh, he's got you now, sweetie. You poor dead thing. So, She's not dead. Right, and now I've lost my hostage, which would be yet another tragedy if not for the bomb. Yeah, so I think he may think she's dead, but... Well, she's I clearly... think she's clearly on the verge of being dead, but I don't know. I, I would that's be... That's the problem it's... with the art, is it wasn't clear at all. Well, yeah. No, it wasn't yeah. clear on that. And maybe it's supposed to be ambiguous at this point that we are supposed right. to think she's gone they really couldn't kill her if they kill her like that that's really terrible yeah that's really bad so hopefully that's not the case i'm gonna give there's three more issues i'm gonna give a there's gotta be better closure than that for her character so especially because of the big reveal here right like the reason they're they're at this family's house is joker has put together that the the son that they've been that caused phantasm's return Mm -hmm. the one that joker murdered uh, that she's returned to find the killer of her child wasn't actually her child. That she stole a baby from this other family and raised it as her own. Why did she do that? And why are we supposed to care when we never even got any Andrea context in any of these books? They're telling us that we're supposed to care about this character and they're not sh- making me. Yeah. Okay. Care about who? The kid? Andrea. Or Andrea. Like, she kidnapped know. a kid and raised them? Why? There wasn't any clear motivation. It's just yeah. she either wanted family, something she could control. Um, I don't know. There wasn't like I, I was trying to I was searching for that rationale too, Ben. I'm not sure. Yeah, I, I think they I think this could head in a couple different directions. I think they could give us that closure or give us some explanation in the next three issues. I could also see them keeping this open-ended to explore the phantasm in her own miniseries mm-hmm. or something. Be like, here are all the threads that we gave you in the Bat Cat. Now follow Phantasm in this story and find out what what she was all about. We'll have to find out. I know you, you've got three issues, and there's a lot to tie up here still. Yeah, there's it- still a lot to go, and I don't. I, I did like, I mean, we're, I'm not saying we're done by any stretch, but I thought um, there was some good Bruce and Alfred interactions in here. Yeah, the punching bag. 
Yeah, I, I really great. like Alfred was really kind of done with Bruce's nonsense because he's <laughs> like, you know, going to is this the night? Yeah, I'm going. I'm going to make you food, so I'm going to go do that. You keep punching because if this might be the night you leave and die, and I don't want you to do it on an empty stomach. Right. Still the mother hen. <laughs> yeah, just wanting to you know, but then he still caves and is holds the bag again for Bruce and stuff. And I thought the I thought his dialogue in here was like, you got to pull your shit together, man. And I, I enjoyed that part. I thought the writing was pretty strong on that. Oh, I totally agree that I, that that and the old Oswald were my favorite parts of this book. Um, I think that's the best Alfred when he's over it, but can't step away. Right. Right. Like the because he knows about, what his role is. Mm-hmm. We've talked about on this podcast endlessly how many times he almost quits, and we just have in our continuity just had a big time period where he did finally quit. But I really like the not being able to aspect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He feels like Bruce's you. parent, right? The only last remaining parent he has. And so he has to give that unconditional love right. and protection. And the only way to protect Bruce is protect him from himself by making sure he's the best version of himself. And he has to, you know, he can't fix what Bruce is any longer. He's lost that battle, so now he has to just protect Bruce by helping him be the best version of himself, and that's a, that's a struggle that is really entertaining. It's it's enjoyable as a reader to follow. Mm-hmm. But it'd it be is. really frustrating if you were a real person dealing with these people. Oh my <laughs> yeah, god, no, I'd, I'd be, be like, "Fuck up. you, I'm out." <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I like at the beginning of their dialogue, he's like, you're a young man in, in your prime and you choose to dress up as a rodent and seek out <laughs> monsters. What could be possibly wrong with that? <laughs> I was like, man, the sarcasm meter was off the charts there, Alfred. But you get up on the wrong side of the uh, pantry this morning or something. Right. He's being super sassy. But at the same time, Allie, who made Bruce's outfits? You did. Like Harold. You're... you're... <laughs> we don't know where Harold is pre, right pre, now. Pre-Harold. It was but like Alfred. still, he, he is completely what's the word i'm looking for um giving enabling per- enabling thank you he's an yeah. enabler oh yeah oh absolutely he's an enabler <laughs> <laughs> i mean we are gonna read down the timeline of like how much of an enabler alfred actually becomes because a lot of shit that happens is his fault <laughs> and i would say batman more or less is his fault uh yeah i mean bruce was going on this vendetta no matter what but Alfred could have got him therapy. Yeah. <laughs> As a child. Yeah. 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 That would be a good place to start. Yeah. Maybe don't let him fall in a cave. <laughs> <laughs> or go back into the cave. Be like, I just want to see what was in there. You're right. You're right. Bats. Bats are in there. This is a swing back around, but uh, talking about the writing and, and one of my favorite things that um, Tom King does and I think he does very well, is a inclusion of all of the ages in his storytelling. So we talked about it a lot during the wedding album mm-hmm. or the wedding issue where we got to Definitely see... Definitely wasn't a wedding album. We got to see how Batman and Catwoman thought about each other. Like they were really right. retelling their first appearance. Was it, was it the year one story or was it, you know, Batman issue one, like... Where did they first meet? One of them remembers it one way. And then we got to see all of Catwoman's costumes that she had developed through through the Golden Age, the Silver mm-hmm. Age, the Bronze Age. 
and there's the some age. lines in here <laughs> during the Oswald and Selena scene where he's like, oh, yeah, you know, like, I I don't do the gimmicky things, but back then it was fun, you know, giant yeah. props and costumes and making plans. Giant and, duckmobile. Yeah, right. and, like, giving clues. I'm like, that's really fun to work it in. Like, this is a dark story. This is a black-label yeah. DC book. But to go all the way back and say, well, that's how we started this whole thing. It was just more or less being fun. And to think that, okay, well, these damaged human beings no. <laughs> set out more or less to have a good time and then developed into these characters yeah, that they are yeah. now like i like that all of the things to say that all the things that have happened have happened and for that to take its toll on their psychosis even more mm-hmm. um you know they've gone through all the beatings they've spent those years in arkham they've uh, they've had giant duck mobiles and huge mm-hmm. pianos, and like, I I prefer my head canon now is that that did all happen. I like that a lot. Yeah, I I thought the reminiscing part between them was was also really good, like you're saying, and I think it kind of drew like they weren't taking themselves so seriously, but then they did in their way that they developed as characters and changed as they like you know Cobblepot at one point says we were all crazy. Yeah. Yes. Were. <laughs> oh, Clearly still are. I'm glad you brought that up because that was actually my last note on here. So there after that line, there's it's the, the timeline that only Catwoman and Joker are interacting in. So it's after her and Bruce had their little breakup and she went and got drunk and then fell through the ceiling and all that kind of stuff. So how much time pass in each sorry, in each individual timeline, how much time is passing? Like the storyline uh, you just described, is that like a two day days. period? I'd say the phantasm stuff's in like just a day or two. Uh, a couple days that she's been out killing people. She's been slaughtering some people. I don't know, a week or two. But the Florida murder and the old age thing, I feel like the old age has taken some more time because she I, got arrested, then she so. broke out and mm-hmm. that's yes. not gonna be immediate. Oswald and Selena are sitting at the bar and mm-hmm. he's like, Well, in our defense, Selena, we were all crazy. And then she has a single no at the bottom of the page. And then following that, it goes back to that timeline that's just her and Joker. And she's trying to, she wants to look into his eyes and like, mm-hmm. you, you need to stop for a second and let me look at you. I think she's in her head canon or whatever. She thinks Joker's faking. She doesn't think that he's crazy. She thinks she's doing it on purpose. And that's why she attacks him like this. Hmm. knees him in the nuts she said it you're full like it's all shit it's all you're fucking lying is what she says yeah so you think she's thinking he's lying about everything he's done all the bombs he set or his plans to no i think she's thinks he's lying that he's an uncontrollable rage or an uncontrollable force i think she's realizing that he is not Okay, Aaron, you have a psychology background. What's the, so there's psychopath and there's sociopath. Sociopaths. So there's a difference between knowing what you're doing and not knowing what you're doing, right? Yeah, yeah. So you're thinking Selena's claiming that Joker knows exactly what he's doing and is in complete control of his yeah of his behavior. He's evil. Yes. Yes, he's evil, not crazy. Well. Yeah, he's doing it for attention. He's doing sure. it because he wants strategically. To. Like right. he he's intentional with his plans. Yep, I think so. I've yep. always thought that about him. 
I like that she's calling him out. Yeah, yeah, and that it's he's not the loose cannon that he claims to be. And I like I like that moment of her being like, like they're such good quote unquote friends that she's calling him on his bullshit, right? Oh yeah, I love naming my best friends in the nuts. <laughs> well, you know they they run around in cat suits and <laughs> literal a literal cat suit. Yeah. yeah. So maybe she's thinking he's like psychopaths have more of an ability to control some of it. Sociopaths have like kind of don't have as much empathy. Yeah. Um, and that he's so, not insane. That yeah. he's, yeah. So, I don't know. Maybe she's thinking he's somewhere in between or maybe he's not as, like you're saying, as insane as he's making himself out to be. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. I guess it'd be interesting to see how that plays out. Yeah. Maybe I just... moving to Florida to a retirement home is part of his. <laughs> I thought they'd just forget about me. <laughs> well, and I down think... Down here to Sunny Acres or wherever. That ends up developing her hatred and her desire, like... This whole nine issues, she's one. We saw her kill him, and in previous timelines, we've Did seen. She? Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> she chopped them into pieces. I don't know. <laughs> we've Deck seen her hole. express her desire to kill him for a long time. If she's the one that knows, okay, he's not fixable. He's not sick. He is doing this intentionally, intentionally, knows, knows and knows wrong. exactly why and what he's doing. The only cure for him is death. And if she's the only one to to voice that, she's right, right? Like I mean I mean it doesn't make her right, but I think I think you could read it as she's Oh well, I mean if she's feeling like the only recourse is this. We've we he, how many times like when things we've read, like how many times does Joker get locked up and then escapes again? And how many times are we gonna play that game? And a lot. we're gonna play it again next week. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. yeah. All right, guys, uh, final thoughts on this issue? Uh, I thought there was um, good dialogue. I like the the dialogue and the writing in this a lot. I thought the art was stronger in this one than it was in his and Liam's other issues. Like there's a good like there's a good splash page of Joker and Catwoman I thought was really good. Um, and then the the penguin stuff I thought was good. So yeah, I would say if you're sticking with it, this one's better than the last couple has been, I thought. I agree, Aaron, um, on on all those points. Yeah, I, I didn't hate this one. I have come to terms with this is not about Andrea and I'm not going to get what I want and she's there, but it's a mess. I But I think the Oswald stuff was great and the Alfred stuff was great. So I enjoyed it. I'm really happy that I've said it already that Claymont is coming back for the next I would agree. three. I think that that will boost it up a little bit and I'm hoping Tom King knows what he's doing and actually wraps this stuff up. I hope it gets wrapped up. <laughs> yeah, I I think there's a lot to cover in three issues. Uh, I I'm glad Liam. If this ends up being his final issue of the twelve issue s- series, I'm glad he's going out on a high point. Of this is the best of his three issues that he covered. Um, there's some great uh, some great moments in this issue, but it raises even more questions. And at issue nine, I'm getting a little bit concern with if we're still having new questions asked at this point are our questions going to be answered and and if they are is it going to be satisfying i I don't feel like you're going to be able to satisfy all of this and while recording this it was my first thought that maybe we're going to get a an additional spinoff or something out of this and I'm not going to be upset if that's if this is a catalyst for future stories, but I want this story to have resolution within its 12 issues. So. Agreed. Well put. Yeah. 
<laughs> and hopefully, if there is a spinoff, hopefully those come out monthly and don't take giant breaks between. Oh, well, <laughs> even though yeah. uh, Mr. Yeah. Clay has had, what is it, six months now, the next issue doesn't come out until February. So. That's uh, malarkey. Curses. <laughs> uh, what's next, Ben? Will? Um, we will be reading a jaunty little book called Spider-Man and Batman. We're going to do that because we're between seasons. And this is a fun little book from 95. It came out a um, couple months to a year before the DC vs. Marvel that I made y'all read. Yeah. Um, and we're going to do that because we really loved the Spider-Man movie. And it'll just be fun to put that all together. What's that face, Jake? It did. It came out months before? Months to a year before. Really? Mm-hmm. DC vs. Marvel was 96. And yeah, this was same. 95. And well, DC vs. Marvel actually references these bo- this book. Uh, really? So. Well, then with your power to choose the issue comes great responsibility. So I hope it's a good one. It'll be fine. Yeah, I hope it's a good one. Oh, please. <laughs> <laughs> the crap you make us read. For the Brotherhood of Batman, I... Oh, did we learn something, Aaron? Did we do uh, that on these? We yep. do it. Yeah. It's that time again. To do another one of our cute little skits? No, it's time to learn the day's lesson. And to find out what it is, we turn to the Wheel of Batman. Wheel of Batman. Turn, turn, turn. Tell us the lesson that we should learn. Uh, well, we learned that uh, Alfred could have got him therapy and not let him fall into a cave. <laughs> Repeatedly. <laughs> yeah. He probably just hoped he would die and he wouldn't have to worry about it. <laughs> fall, kid! Put <laughs> it's all mine! As he's filling out his name inside the will. <laughs> <laughs> all right. For the brother of Batman, I'm Aaron. Thanks for tuning in. I'll clean this up. I'm Ben, your sunshine in Gotham. Bye. And I'm Jake. We'll see you next week. Oats of berries plants this city's way.